Welcome to Scale Your Course. If designing and delivering a scalable course has got you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and just plain tapped out, you're not alone. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and in this podcast, you'll listen to a combination of solo episodes and powerhouse interviews, where we'll share tips, strategies, and insider insights into how you can successfully design and deliver a scalable course. Prepare to reach your next level business goals without compromising your health and wealth with the Scale Your Course podcast. Welcome to another episode of Scale Your Course. It's been a little while since I've recorded an episode and I look forward to catching you up on what I've been doing and what has caused me to put a pause on the Scale Your Course podcast. So recently, I celebrated my one-year anniversary of Skill Your Course. If you haven't listened to that interview, it is the one that is just before this one, and it was with Debbie Sluice, who is the creator of the Dare to Declare Academy and the Dare to Declare brand. It has been a wonderful year. I've had the opportunity not only to launch this podcast and develop a a loyal listenership. I've also been able to expand on my business, helping coaches, experts, and other entrepreneurs turn their expertise into scalable curriculum that they can leverage to really make a difference in the world. Today, I want to talk to you about my own experiences with my recent group program. And this is totally unscripted. This is going to be without a lot of planning or thought. It's really just going to come out as I open myself up to a little bit of vulnerability here. So I am a curriculum designer. I, like I said, I help others create curriculum for their courses and programs, curriculum that's effectively designed so that it can be efficiently delivered for the biggest results. And that big result to me is the result for the participant of your course or program, but also your own personal results as it relates to your business goals and your personal goals. It wasn't planned that I launched this program, but I had a few different warm leads in my network who were looking for something different than just one-on-one, which is what I have been providing up to this point. And I'd always wanted to move to group and I've certainly helped other people transition to group. So it just felt like a really good fit for me to go ahead and do that. And I didn't have any trouble filling my initial spots. I had a small group and that's what I wanted. I had six lovely ladies who wanted to work specifically with me in a group container to really understand what it takes to create good curriculum. So they had a range of experience between them. They even had some teaching experience between them. But there's just something about turning your own expertise into a curriculum that kind of can create some friction and uncertainty and a lack of clarity and lack of objectivity. And all these questions come up and there's often a lot of doubt around the structure and the organizing and what to put in and what to keep out and why do we do this and why do we do that and how can I guarantee the best result? So I created this container to support them with that process. 
Not only did they want to do it, they wanted to know how to do it and do it well so they could do it again and again and again and again and do it out of integrity and have the confidence to sell it knowing that they had taken the necessary steps to really be intentional about the design. So that's who I tend to attract is people that are wanting to take things a little bit slower. They don't feel the need to dive in and just get it out there. Although the goal is for us to get it out there, right? We do want to put it out there and test it and it's never going to be perfect the first time you do it. In fact, if you expect it to be and you expect it to be super passive initially, regardless of what you're launching, if that's a self-study course or a group program, it is a myth to think that it would be a passive product the first time that you launch it. So sorry to burst your bubble if you're one of those people who's looking for for that solution. Not with the type of programs and courses that I typically help other people develop. So I launched this program. I had a curriculum outline and it was intentionally planned, but I didn't have anything created, which is really how I teach my students, like go out and sell. And so I did that, but here's, here's what happened. So things went great. I had a super engaged group and I think my show up rate to the calls was amazing. Like people hardly ever missed a call. And if they did, they watched the replays. I know what I was offering was super valuable to them. I really got to hone in on my expertise and really teach people how to create a good curriculum based on outcomes and objectives and actionable things for people to do and what we need to do and when we need to do it and how we need to do it and why we need to do it. And I think why was the most fun for me because I just am so in love with curriculum design and the ability to create these really impactful learning experiences and they soaked it up. They asked the best questions. We had two hour calls that sometimes went over, but we still tried to keep them, you know, fairly, fairly tight. We had opportunities to do workshop type activities where people got to bring where they were at and what they were working on. And we workshopped it together. There was teaching, there was coaching. It couldn't have went better from the live perspective. What was in front of the client was fantastic. What was challenging for me was the building of the content on the back end, making some of my own content decisions because it was really easy for me, like many of you, to want to teach all the things. That's what we do. We want to teach all the things. We don't want to miss anything. And I just get so excited about curriculum design and the result that it can offer to people who actually go through my curriculum that I just had a hard time really containing it, which is really what I teach, right? I teach you strategy to make sure that that doesn't happen. But what this reminded me of was just how hard it really is to do that, especially for yourself. I also had very little help on the back end. Not only did I deliver the curriculum, I also created all of the assets that went along with it. And it was imperfect. Let me just say, 
I picked the right group of people to invite. And that's all I really did was I just invited people to join me in this container. And I think I had like a 90% conversion rate for the initial invitations that I sent out. I didn't even advertise it more than with one Facebook post. I really wanted to curate this group really intentionally. And that's what I did. And it was, like I said, a great experience. And I brought all of these people together. Some already knew each other. Some were new to one another, but there was just this really great feeling and energy amongst the participants. But I didn't have anybody helping me on the back end doing very much of the thing. So it was a bit overwhelming. So what it reminded me of was how important my role in some of my clients' business has been. Not only did I help them design their scalable curriculum so that they can go and wow their clients and get their clients that transformation or result that they're seeking, I helped them with the project management side of it. I helped them with creating assets for their group program, whether that be their checklist, their worksheets, their slide decks, any content assets that were needed, most of them I would be helping with. And it's labor intensive. But flip the script now. I'm not just creating all of that stuff and handing it to someone. Now I'm actually creating it and delivering it. And it just added a whole other layer of realization about the value of what I do in my business, how I support others, how I shorten their curve to making decisions because I guide them, I coach them, I consult to them. I do all of those things. I'm supporting them with the teaching, but I'm essentially the creator, the implementer with my one-on-one clients. So the delivery while amazing and people got tremendous value, I found it quite a bit more draining than I anticipated. I mean, I'm a teacher by trade. I've launched courses before. I just hadn't launched a course in this fashion and I just felt so much more responsible for the experience in this particular container because it was my first time and I really was just wanting it to be amazing. That being said, there were things that I preached that I didn't do. My onboarding was simple and smooth, but not overly elaborate. It didn't really prime my students the way that I would have liked. I missed sending out reminders for the Zoom calls. I showed up some weeks with more elaborate slide decks than others, although I don't typically preach the need for slide decks. In fact, some weeks I just used a Google Doc. And you need to decide as the course creator or the content producer, like what's needed to actually get the result. And if a slide deck's not needed, you don't need a slide deck, folks. So some weeks I showed up with slide decks. Um, Every week I typically had some type of supporting Google Doc to go with the content. But essentially I started to see I needed to just show up. That was really what they needed me to do is just show up and have a focus for us to work through, a logical next step in their process for them to learn about and be able to then um, apply and implement with confidence and some clarity. And that was really 
just where I started to relax a little bit, recognizing that I did have what they needed and wanted and I could deliver it with or without a slide deck, with or without a Google Doc, because I know this content, I know this stuff inside and out. And I can talk about it for hours, although it might bore other people, it typically lights me up and energizes me. I mean, this morning, I didn't plan on even doing this podcast right now, this episode, and here I am, and I can already feel the energy coming up. So what's my advice or my workings on for my next program launch, which will be coming very, very soon. So if that's something that interests you, if you want to be part of one of my small group containers, and when I say small groups, I am looking to keep it under 10 people initially until it's further developed and developed in a way that I feel the delivery is smooth and achieves all of my tick boxes. If you're interested in knowing more about it, how I support you with curriculum and group containers so that you can then go and do the thing that you've been maybe thinking about doing but haven't quite committed to because you didn't know how to get started or what was going to be involved and it just scares you a little bit, send me an email at tracy at tracysheriff.com and we'll chat. But here's what I've learned. I've learned that imperfection is okay. I've learned that you don't need all the bells and whistles to show up and be a good teacher. Just show up and teach. Show up and support. Show up and empathize. Show up and just guide guide people, facilitate learning. But I've also learned that I need help and that help is invaluable. And that if you are doing this for the first time, I would strongly recommend that you have at least a virtual assistant supporting you with this process. Have a clear idea of what a minimal viable product is and don't be lured into thinking that you need all of the bells and whistles because Even though I know that to be true, it was really easy for me as a course creator, as a curriculum designer, like essentially I wanted to show up perfectly because this is what I do and I do for others and I help others show up and look perfect on the outside, even though in the back end, it tends to be a little messy. That's just the reality. But I was sometimes feeling guilty because maybe I had a vision and I couldn't quite get there this time your first time doing anything, focus on the minimal viable product and just be okay with that. And you know what? Your people will be okay with that, especially if you're showing up with the energy that they need and the knowledge and the information that they want. And then you're really motivating them into taking action. Every single call that I had with my group, they were more energized, more focused. They had more clarity and confidence And it was just exciting to see their eyes light up as they had multiple aha moments as we went through each and every week. There were classes that I showed up for that I was like, oh, I don't know if this one's going to land. I don't know if this one is actually going to translate for them. I had a lot of my own self-doubt, but those were the classes that were the best ones. The ones where I just showed up and I just followed their lead and I had my base content and I just built on it right from there, followed their questions and 
where they wanted to go without a lot of prescription on my part. So be okay with showing up imperfectly and certain sometimes. Uncertain, I guess, is the word that I would use. This is a testing phase. When you're first launching something, you're testing something. You're seeing how it's going to go. But all the things that I worried about, nothing compromised the actual end result of my clients getting more than they bargained for or more than they expected. I've been told over and over again about the value that I'm providing over and over again about the the new understanding they have and that the what I offer was actually a missing piece for them, even though they've invested in other course creation programs and courses and products. So be okay with showing up imperfectly. Hire some help, <laughs> um, even if it's a little bit of help, and be open to feedback if you're delivering it live, which I highly recommend that you do. And just have fun. Because when I took away all of those tasks, and it got overwhelming sometimes, there was a lot of tasks, and that's why some things fell off the wayside, but nothing impacted negatively on my teaching and ability to guide my student to the result. So maybe I missed some of my reminder call emails. Maybe I was a little bit later getting the call replay up than I would like, even though I really pride myself on being on top of things and if I say I'm going to do something to do it. Even if I promised them some additional resources that either I didn't get to them quickly enough or in the timeline that I set or didn't get to them at all. And that is something else that I would give you a tip on. Don't overpromise. Promise things if you can deliver them. And that was one of the things that I learned, but I have a long list of things now that I can add to my program. And I have a long list of things that they will have access to because I have given them ongoing access to the content. So they are going to be able to come back to this content over and over and over and over again. But don't overpromise, do over deliver. And from my client's view, they've told me that I have over delivered, even when I had moments of doubt if what I was going to be putting in front of them was what they wanted and needed at the time. It was exactly what they wanted and needed and then some. So even when you're a confident curriculum creator or training designer, you can have imposter syndrome. And if you're a potential client of mine or somebody who's looking to outsource or question whether they should outsource anything related to curriculum design or their creation of the content for your courses and programs, I say 100% go for it because it will make a difference. Maybe not on what is seen on the front end from your client, but what you will feel on the back end. Having someone to run ideas by, having someone to create something for you on the fly, having someone to write those little quick little reminder emails requires a level of organization, yes, but it doesn't have to be you that does all the things. So as I said, this episode is really unscripted. It's really vulnerable because I'm letting you in on my messy back end of my first launch of a group program, a live group program where I taught a group of coaches how to transition their expertise into a curriculum for a course or program that they're developing. 
And some of them were doing self-study courses. Some of them were doing courses that would marry with the work that they're doing in one-on-ones. And others were looking to launch things in a live fashion. But this was my reality. And all what came out of that was, one, the knowledge that I want to do this again and again and again, because I had such a great time in the actual delivery of it, but also validated the work that I do with my clients and for my clients. It helped me recognize my own value and what I give back to them that they can't give to themselves very easily. Sure, you can do this all yourself, but it's hard. It's hard work and it should feel hard if you're doing it the right way. If it feels easy, you're probably not being intentional enough about what you're creating and how you're delivering it. And I'm talking about people doing it for the first time. It's naturally going to feel a little bit easier the more times that you do it. But the first time that you do it, it's going to feel hard and it should feel hard. But it doesn't have to be impossible or feel impossible. So thanks for listening. I'm Tracy Sheriff. I'm a curriculum and content coach. If you are interested in knowing more about what I'm offering how I'm offering it, and who I'm offering it for, hit me up in an email. We'll see if we're a fit. I will be launching this program again, probably in the middle of June or the end of June, and making invitations. So if you're someone who knows me, you may see me in your DMs, inviting you to join me in my next group program, which The name is yet to be revealed only because I'm still in development mode and I want to make sure that where I land this time is where I'm going to stay. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, one of the best thank yous you can give me is to subscribe and leave me a review. Leaving a podcast review helps me get more reach and attract more listeners. And if you're ready to scale your course, I also have a free roadmap that you can download. This roadmap will give you access to my framework for scaling courses, what you need to do, what you need to consider, and even who you should include in the process. Check the show notes below. Thanks for listening.